All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. Do you watch Outer Banks? I watched season one. You like it? I did. My husband was more into it. I watched it because he really wanted to watch it. And I was like, what's the deal? Like, these are high school kids. <laughs> He's like, I like it. So, yeah, we enjoyed it. They're coming back for season two. I didn't watch it, but. Oh, good, because I need to know what happens. Well, Chip Eston, who's a friend of mine, is on it. Is this character big? Yes. He's a dad. Is he a good guy he, no. or a bad guy? He's bad. Really? Okay. Morgan, you like it, huh? Yeah, I liked it a lot, but it, it took me probably until the sixth episode where I was finally into it. But Chip Eston was, he was awesome in that show. Yeah, awesome. But you're not expecting him to be, because he's such a good guy, and then he's not. <laughs> so is he a slimy character on the show? Yeah. Yeah, but also part of me, and maybe it's just because we know him, and I know we know him and not his character. <laughs> but like, because it's him and I want him to be good, I'm like, is he just doing what he needs to do to like, survive and this is part of his upbringing and it's not his character. fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. He's bad. <laughs> well, I saw in his account they were coming back for season two. Yeah. Um, Caitlin was watching something called Sweet Magnolia. Do you watch that, Morgan? Yeah, I watched that whole thing. You like it? Yeah, it was what really good. It also got left on a cliffhanger, but it just got renewed. Did finally. it? Well, yeah. I only know about it because again, same kind of thing. I know Jamie Lynn Spears. She mm-hmm. opened for me out for a bit. And so her and I are, are, are buddies. And she's in it too, right? Yeah, she's in it. It's it's like a rom-com drama, I would say. It's probably the best way to describe it, but it's really good. So that's out. That's season two. And that's where? On Netflix? Mm-hmm. Oh, They're both on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a story about telling a guy to man up. Because this was a story you and your husband, something you and your husband did. Yeah. Where you told him to man up once and then that wasn't good for your relationship. Yeah, I confess to you all that I did that. It's haunted me ever since it was 2012. I remember when I did it and he was struggling because he got out of the Air Force and he was really, really having this identity crisis. And I wasn't used to seeing him have that struggle. And so I just was said to him and I thought maybe I was being encouraging, but also with a little frustration, I said, man up. If you tell a guy to man up, it's the same as telling a woman to get in the kitchen. Mm Mm-hmm. Listen, I tell myself to man up sometimes internally. I'm like, all right. But I don't think, I think man up can be told to a man or a woman. That to me just means, in my mind, just means, hey, it's time to rise to the occasion that you feel you should be arriving at. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm like, hey, it's not a man up here. Like it's meaning you've prepared yourself for this situation. But I think you could say that to yourself. I guess it's just in the context that it's used. I think it's a bad way to use it. Oh, the way that yeah, I did yeah, was awful. That, that, that did not yeah. go well. I think we still suffer from that. I've apologized a lot. I didn't realize at the time. At the time, I thought I was handled it well. <laughs> but no, I was not. Any, I get often have listeners reach out about, hey, my husband or my wife or my spouse, my significant other is getting out of the military. And I don't know what that transition is going to be like. And I often tell them to do the exact opposite of what I did. <laughs> Which was what? I wasn't really, I didn't understand. Like, I didn't understand the struggle. I thought, okay, so you're not in the Air Force anymore. You still are, you're smart. You're, I know you'll be successful. You have another job. But I didn't realize all that, at least for him, having grown up since he was five years old wanting to be in the Air Force, going to the Air Force Academy, in the Air Force for 12 years, and then separating, I, I didn't realize that that's all he's known. 
and he struggled. And then military life versus what they call civilian life. I mean, it's what it's called. But he, entering the civilian world is hard. Everybody functions in a different way. They speak different. Emails are different. Communicate. Like, everything's just different. And he was really having a hard time adapting. And I blew it off. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I said, man up. This should not, when I should have had more compassion, I should have listened more. I should have. You didn't know that to be fair. I didn't know. Now you do and you can tell others. And I can tell others that it is real and what they're experiencing is very valid. And you need to make sure that they can experience all those feelings and emotions and not shut them down. Because I feel like I shut it down for him. Well, yeah, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole story came out reminding me of you. Yeah. I pulled up my phone here. So uh, there's a picture of Caitlin and I on her Instagram. Do you see this picture? Yeah, I guess so. You commented on it, I think. Of us on top of the building. Yes, I saw it. You'll hear us talk about uh, we went to Oklahoma City. That's why I have my Oklahoma City shirt on. I bought this in a store. It looks like they ripped off the NASA logo. It is. In it even OKC how you write basketball. NASA. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a total ripoff. Um, <laughs> but this picture of Caitlin and I on top of this building, I am at the exact right angle to look jacked because I'm not jacked. And I've been looking at the pull out the picture. Do you have your phone? No, I know Did what you're you talking see? about. I saw I your bicep. Like, it is not that big in real life. I saw your bracelet and your bicep. Well, this isn't a bracelet. <laughs> it's a it's a whoop. Yeah. And I'm not doing a commercial for that. I don't even know how to use this thing yet. This would be the worst commercial if my commercial was, I don't even know how to use this thing yet. And I'm trying. Like I got my sleep has been getting better a little bit. But this angle, I just need to recapture this. Look at my arm and my pec. It looks huge. I'm not huge. As a matter of fact, I've been I'm not working out as much anymore because I don't want to go any because if I get corona, my TV production shuts down. So I've been we drove to this thing because it was important for our sister's engagement. We didn't get close to many people, and then we back home. So I'm not in the best shape I've been in, but look at that. But you're that guy that angle. That (laughs) your shirt is wrinkled up under to cause a peck. Whatever, whatever it is, I need to recreate this. This is a great angle. Because mm-hmm. I am not, I do not look like this. But holy cow, I get it, ladies. Everybody's like, turn your ankle, look at your shoulder, your chin. I was like, oh, it's too much. Look at this picture. I was like, what the? We were, um, we drove there. We didn't want to get there late. So we got um, a hotel for the day just to make sure if we got there, we had a few hours early, we would hang out in the hotel. So we go into the hotel. What was cool was, they clean everything in there, and even like the remote has a wrap around it that goes, "Hey, we just clean this, scrub the whole remote." So, Caitlin has this dress she's wearing. It's like a top and a skirt, and she's ironing. And she irons like my shirt, and then she starts ironing her skirt a little bit, and then we start talking. I probably said something hilarious or something, and then uh, she, she looks and she goes, "Oh, she burnt a hole all the way through her skirt with the iron." Oh no. Because she was so distracted by probably your body. Probably I was saying something so hilarious. Yeah, yeah she forgot to pull Or she was up. probably distracted by your body. No, that definitely wasn't it. <laughs> but she had a hole and she was like, oh no. But I guess I went through the skirt, but it didn't go through the slip. So she had a big hole on her hip in oh, this no. outfit that I think she bought for this. But pretty much, and she's fine. She was like, ah, whatever, who cares? But she kind of had a purse she kept over it the whole time. But I felt bad for her. I was like, all right, what do we need to do? You go to Walmart, get you another slip. Like, what's the plan here? But she handled it. She told me that you're, I can't remember how she put it. I don't even honestly remember exactly what brought this up, but that you're very um, willing to do things that normally I don't think that you maybe in the beginning weren't doing, but you're really showing your acts of service. Not that she she needs that, but that's, she's noticing it. I don't know what that means. Um, 
Okay, example would I'm be. I'm not disagreeing with you. Um, well, that's an example. You being willing, like, what do we well, need to do? Well, mostly I was like, there's no How reason to freak out here. It's right. like, hey, let's keep our, our wits about just in case. But she had, she was all good. There was something about taking out the trash or something. Listen, I don't know what I should say on the radio and what I shouldn't, so never mind. Taking out the trash. But you're doing good. It's a compliment. She was saying hmm. that there's like little things. I guess she had been taking out the trash and then you noticed, so then you're like, it's okay, I got it. And you would- I don't think that's true. You took out the trash? <laughs> I don't think that's true. I don't, like, I don't like taking out the trash. I do, but I don't, no grand gesture. Sometimes it's just so Listen, full. Listen, heads up, she likes when you take out the trash, so you should But do I don't that. like when I take out the trash. Exactly. Trash is icky. But just do it. Oh my goodness. She likes it. She's attracted like it. to you taking out the trash. But I am not attracted to the trash. <laughs> but I'm giving you a tip. The trash is icky. Like every day, you should be like, I got the trash, babe. I should make a big deal about it, even <laughs> yes. if it's not full. All right. I'm going to get the trash. No, don't mind me. All right, we got to get into today's show. Thank there you, guys. Go. Let's get rolling with today's show. Glad to have everybody here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Follow me on Instagram if you want. There's a new episode of Super Easy Trivia with Granger Smith and Russell Dickerson, our, one of our heads at iHeartRadio, son, Kevin Legret's son, is on there. So he played too. Uh, so it's all up there. Check it out. Easy. I mean, you should get Kevin on there. Would he play? Yeah, probably would. He wear a suit? But Logan wanted to play. And so I was like, okay. all right, come on up. All right, so check it out. Super Easy Trivia. Uh, here's today's radio show. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Guess. Welcome back to another week. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. I saw this story where there's a reporter in Florida. She just had a picture. And someone spotted something weird with her neck. And they were like, hey, uh, that could be something on your neck. She's like, huh? Turns out it was cancer. Man. And she went in. And it's the eight on your side. She wrote on Instagram. She goes, um, man, a viewer was on my side. It couldn't be more grateful. But someone spotted that thing on her neck. Now, I come in with that story to leave because I... I my vision, my vision is still blurry today. I can't get it right. So if someone listening knows what's up with me, <laughs> can you imagine the medical advice we're going to get right now? I w- my eyes have not been able to focus almost all day. I'm at about 80% now, but I woke up and it's like right when you wake up, it slowly kind of fades in and then you're good. But I just cannot get it all back today for some reason. Okay. So if this has ever happened to anyone, feel free, put it on our Facebook page. Can you imagine what the comments are going to be? <laughs> For sure, I'm going to be dying in 95% of them. Yeah, I don't know that you should read them. Right, but but I would like for someone to be on my side. Yeah. Morgan, what do you think? Will they all be death <laughs> death comments? I mean, yeah, probably. Everybody's mean on Facebook right now. So. I just can't get my vision all the way back. Well, so that worries me in conjunction with some of the brain stuff. Do you think it's related or should you call and tell them? Is this a new symptom? Like, you need to be tracking all your symptoms because they could be related. Because, like, right. your eyes are in your brain. Yeah. They're probably not connected, or your though. your head. They are. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I don't know. Are. I don't know. But I'm, it's a little struggle today. Okay. Um, the big debate in my household is, so I get this drink from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. What is this? A grande? Well, it's the size, yeah. It's a latte, looks nope, like. it's not a latte. A cup? Mm. So the, the big <laughs> question is, because I go, like, hey, get my, my coffee. I drink a dirty chai like a chai tea, but I put two shots of espresso in it when I get one. Right. So it's kind of a coffee tea. Yeah. I, I call it a coffee. Caitlin's like, mm, it's a tea. What would you define it as? It's a hot, it's hot too. 
I don't. Yeah. This is the debate. This, this is, is the big debate. debate about. This is the big debate. I'm okay. like, hey. Well, it's like in like, a. It looks so a much like chai, coffee to me. A chai latte because what's a latte though? It's like a. Milk. So there's. It is. It's a latte. That's, which is like which is it's coffee. a coffee drink. Chai tea though. But dirty. I make a matcha latte. I think really latte is just anything with milk. What would um, you define it as? I think you're having coffee. Thank you very much. One victory for me. I'll tell her. Amy. I wasn't even trying to take your side. Uh-huh. I just I, right now in my cup, I have a shot of espresso and milk, and mine's coffee. So I don't know. <laughs> it's more of a coffee than a tea. That's what I'm. You, take you have judgment. espresso in yours. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk to Eddie in a little bit. Who I I'm hearing either he got it late last night or early this morning. His latest result. If he's he's not doing the garage thing because I thought maybe he would get it before right now. He just got it. We'll find out if he's. COVID positive or COVID negative? He just had corona. How many days ago he get diagnosed with that? Week? I think it was longer than that. Like a week and a few days. Ray, do you know when Eddie was COVID positive? That's a great question. It was right after we got back from the vacay, so. I guess he never came back, huh? Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Well, we'll see later on if he still has corona or not. This is Claire from New York. Good morning, studio. So I was walking this morning and listening to your podcast, and I thought I heard screaming. So I paused the podcast to listen, and I did. I heard somebody saying, help me, somebody please help me, um, screaming it at the top of their lungs. So my first instinct was to go up into the house, and the house was kind of shady. So I want to know, what would you guys have done in that situation? Uh, I ended up calling my husband. He was there in less than a minute. We ended up calling 911, and my husband made me get in the car, and we left. And now um, I can't stop thinking about it because we don't know what happened. What would you have done? I would have gone closer to the house and yelled and asked for someone to yell back. So I would have went toward. I would have gone toward the house. I'm trying to think. I would love to say I'd have just been a hero and run up in there, but I would have run to the house and been like. What's happening? What is wrong? Do you need help? And then if they would have answered and said yes, then I would have gone into the house. I don't think what he did is wrong. No, what she did was great, but I I would be the same way. Uh, My brain wouldn't be able to stop thinking and wondering and worrying about what happened and if whoever it was is okay. What's the move you would have made, though? You hear it. I would have done what she did. I would have called either my husband or called 911 or whatever. So I think calling a a professional to go help. I, I'm not equipped to go into a situation like that. I guess that's what I think I would do. Claire, you did nothing wrong. Yeah. Don't burden yourself with any sort of guilt here. Uh, here is Chris from Charlotte, North Carolina. I have a bone to pick with Lunchbox. I finally checked out his Instagram today, and I noticed he has zero following. What is that, Lunchbox? You don't even follow your crew, your family. This is all kinds of messed up. Thanks, Bobby. Have a great day. Lunchbox follows zero people. Any answer to him? Uh, Yeah, I just don't follow people on Instagram because I don't want to waste time sitting there scrolling Instagram. I waste enough time on social media, so I made a conscious decision to not follow anybody so I wouldn't get wrapped up in Instagram life. There you have it. Or hurting anybody's feelings if I didn't follow them. That too. When did you care about hurting people's feelings? <laughs> yes. When did that yeah. start? Please tell us. Well, because then people, matter, why don't you follow me? And I'm like, I don't have time for you. Like, if I don't follow you, then I don't have to worry about that. Like, I don't. And there's a lot of people that I'd have to follow that I don't really care about. Ah. All right. There you go. All right. Now time for the good news countdowns. Five stories. All good. Let's see what makes the countdown this week. It's the good news countdown. 
Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, here we go. Let's start with this one. Number five. A woman in Kansas City won a hundred bucks on a lottery ticket and gave it to the family of a wounded cop. It turns out she did it even though she lost her job because of the pandemic. Someone started the GoFundMe page for her, and it's already raised thousands of dollars. So good and good and good. That's number five. Number four. Both parents of a six-month-old baby recently tested positive for coronavirus, and they have a baby. So the doctor took care of the baby for a month. Crazy, huh? Can do that. Now they're all back home. I have no idea the rules. I just think it made me feel good, so I put it at number four. Number three. A 22-year-old nurse who has been on the front lines for months. I'm talking full mask, full gear. Every day she goes in. She just made it into the semifinals of the Miss England pageant. She's also in the British Army Reserves. She does it all. Reserves, nurse, beauty pageants. That's crazy, and that's at number three. Number two. A guy from Virginia drove 1,400 miles to Bozeman, Montana, just to play trombone outside his brother's window while he recovered from the virus. Four trombonists from Montana State University joined him. Here's a clip of his brother talking about it. 1,400 miles it took to get here. Jeannie put together a trombone section for me, and uh, I brought the music, and here we are. Isn't that crazy? I'm supposed to go to Bozeman in a couple weeks to shoot the first episode, because it keeps getting delayed because of corona, but I'm supposed to go to Bozeman, Montana to shoot the first episode. Uh, in two and a half weeks. Never been. We're on the air up there, too. Can't wait to go up there. Maybe I'll see this guy's brother. Maybe I should take an instrument and play <laughs> yeah, something outside his say. window. All right, here yeah. we go. Number one. Number one. A 79-year-old guy from Arizona was trying to drive to Wisconsin to see his son for the first time in 18 years, but he kept getting lost. Older guy was, was having trouble with GPS, having trouble with maps, so he stopped to ask for directions at a gas station in Illinois. A random couple said, hey, uh, we'll drive with you the rest of the way just to make sure you get there. And he got there. Oh, that's... And they didn't even mug him. That's above and beyond. Yeah, come on. There you go. That's number one. Close it up. That was... The Good News Countdown. <laughs> on the phone with us right now is Allie in Springfield, Missouri. Hey, Allie, what's happening? Hey, Bobby. I'm so excited. This is literally a dream come true. <laughs> well, awesome. You know, I was just up there in your neck. Yeah, I followed you on Instagram. You were in Branson at Big Cedar. That's so awesome. Yeah, it is like, like one of my favorite places in America now, just that area. Big Cedar is amazing if you get a chance to go. But, man, you guys have – and I've been to the Ozarks. I'm from Arkansas. But you guys really have a great spot up there, huh? Oh, yeah, it's so pretty. Branson's one of the prettiest spots ever, in my opinion. What do you do for fun? Like what's a hobby that you have up there in Springfield? live about 30 minutes west of Springfield in the country, so we're farmers, and we like to hunt and fish and just do anything outside. Do you ever go to Bears Sports Grill in Springfield? Do you know what that is? Yes, Bears evening. There's one in Springfield and then a couple in, like, Republic and Nixa that are right by Springfield. I asked because at Bears Sports Grill, they have the Bobby Bones Burger, and I I should have went to the restaurant when I was up there, you know? Oh, we actually have her on to play a game, Allie in Springfield. Uh, so this is, I didn't make this game. Uh, Mike D made the game. Uh, Ray's going to host it. Ray, what's the game? Albert Einstein or Bobby Bones? They're quotes, and you have to say who said the quote. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I didn't make the game. This is hilarious. Oh, do you want to play with her? Oh, no. She should play. If she wants my help, she Hi. can ask me. Hey. Okay. Um, Allie, 
Okay, Rick, see if you can guess who said it. Albert Einstein. <laughs> That's my favorite game ever, I'll be honest with you. Uh, Albert Einstein or Bobby Bones. Oh. Go ahead, Ray. First one, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Einstein or Bones? That's definitely Einstein. Correct. Nice. All right. That's one. Go ahead. I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in destiny. Instead, I believe that our lives are powered by countless micro decisions. Uh, that's Bobby. <laughs> I love it that she had to think about it, though. That's the greatest compliment ever. Mm-hmm. What, Amy? No. I, yes, I want, I'm, I'm curious to hear the rest of these. Okay, go ahead. Life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. Einstein or Bones? Honestly, this one I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. The other two I knew. I think um, Bones. Amy, what do you think? I think Einstein. It's Einstein. Okay. So no. Amy got it right. Amy got it right. Allie got it wrong, though. Allie's Correct. a player, yeah. Go ahead, Amy. Well, I just feel like Einstein probably rode bicycles. You ride a Peloton. <laughs> you ride a stationary bike. That's true. That's true. All right, go ahead. The sooner you embrace the truth, the sooner you can leave behind the bitterness of what you don't have and start. Oh, that's Bobby. I don't think you read that right. I think I said that. Mike, where do you get these quotes? From my book? Okay. First one or second one? Okay. What did you say? I mean, read it again, Ray. The sooner you embrace this truth, this truth, sorry, sorry, sorry. The sooner you embrace this truth, the sooner you can leave behind the bitterness of what you don't have and start. Okay, I think there may be some more. Start what? Whatever it is. Okay. Meaning as soon as you let go of the things that are, are irritating you, the sooner you can get started on the things that don't, the things that really matter. I said that. Wait, did she get that right? Or do we just give that to her? Oh, okay. Just okay. give it to her. Yeah, give it to her, whatever. The That's a tough one anyway. It's like the sooner you get over being butthurt, yeah. the sooner you can actually accomplish things. The sooner people get over not wearing masks, the sooner we can get on with this. <laughs> oh. That's it. That was Amy Einstein. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, Raymundo. I have figured out what you... Sorry. I have figured <laughs> out that you never completely figure it out. Bones or Einstein? Say it again. I have figured out that you never completely figure it out. <gasps> Amy? Well, I think it's you. She says Einstein. Amy says me, Ray. It's Bones. Yeah. Nice. Caller got it wrong. Amy right. The caller has a name, Ray. Her name's Allie. Allie. Okay. Allie's only got, uh, what's what she, two for four? And I got one left. Okay, go ahead. The smaller you break down the activity... Or time it takes to do something, the more manageable it becomes. Bones or Einstein? Read it one more time, Ray. The smaller you break down the activity, or time it takes to do something, the more manageable it becomes. Bones or Einstein? Yeah, that's definitely Mr. Bobby Bones. (laughs) That's correct. I think I wrote about running, because I hate running long distances. But if I run post to post... I can actually do it. Mm-hmm. And I think even when my career, it was never about, I want to be the biggest, baddest ever. It was like, can I do this small? I have my goal, but then it's always about reaching the next small goal. Ten small goals. You'll do that before you can reach one big goal, same distance. Makes like, sense. Ha- like how you eat an elephant. But that's right. One bite at a time. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. That's a pretty good game. We like that one? <laughs> I love comparing you to Einstein. Yeah. I didn't make the game <laughs> I up. didn't say you did. And didn't we not on a show recently, you complimented me and said I was very smart. You are very smart. I think that's where Mike was inspired was a, by the game. <laughs> and then you're going to bust, you're going to break his. Okay. Whoa. Sensitive Sally. I did not. No, 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 no. I'm out of here. Okay. Um, I'm going to give her a, a $100 Walmart gift card. Oh, you see that? There you go. But did she even win? Yeah, because I got one. I'll give it to her. She got four out of six? Yeah. Okay, cool. I was going to give it to her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Allie, what do you, you good? Everything good with you? Yes, I'm doing good. I'm actually teaching summer school, so. Oh, wow. I'm a speech pathologist here in Springfield. You're a what? Speech pathologist. Oh, wow. I went to a lot of speech pathology. Mine wasn't for an accident or anything. Mine was to try to lose some of my accent. So I don't know if that's oh, the same. Yeah. Because where I grew up in Arkansas, eyes were eyes. Say something yeah. how you used to say it. Well, like, I give still a whole do say s- it when I'm tired. I know, but give us an example. I still do say it when I'm tired. Talk to us how. I just did. No, no. Give us a whole. It's give me a whole. It's all G's and I's. I know, but like talk to us how. What age? Give us 16-year-old Bobby. Uh, Nine-year-old Bobby. 13 year old Bobby what do you want sure okay 13 we'll settle there I don't know I don't know what you want me to say will we go hunting today are we going no way I'm not that's a it's just there's nothing wrong with that no there's not I'm proud of it I know but to hear that you I'm not Mm. you kidding no I'm from Texas like I have an accent too I I Hearing hearing you speak that way, it just is weird because you've and I you were you were not proud of your accent, but no, you wanted but to, to be, be on able the radio to radio in other cities yes. where people wouldn't be like, or even television nationally. Exactly, I wanted people not to be like, well, but still, I do get it a lot. Like, man, your accent's thick, mostly from people from Boston, yeah. New York, Northeast stuff. All right, hey, uh, thank you very much, Allie. Hope you have a great day. You're gonna get a one hundred dollar gift card to Walmart, and uh, just appreciate you listening. All right. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. I had so much fun. All right. And she was able to identify, which I think most folks will, Einstein or Bones. Thank you. Close it up. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30-second skinny. Miranda Lambert explained why the message of her song Bluebird is important for her, too. I don't consider myself optimistic necessarily. I think I'm I'm not carefree. I'm definitely a worrier, and I'm a planner, and... um. I think I've gotten a little more laid back in my 30s, but I definitely, I need to hear the message in Bluebird too, because I have to remind myself to keep a Bluebird in my heart also. Chris Jansen shared how his song Done was inspired by his wife. I think that being a songwriter artist in particular, there's already a vulnerability and honesty about it, especially with Done. I mean, Done is a Done is a real a real thing. I said done and done when I first saw Kelly for the first time. And so it was natural just to put it into a song. Brett Young says fans shouldn't expect any more songs about his daughter. Had this one not been the right song, we would keep trying to write the right song. But I know this is the song. This is what I had to say. I meant to say it this way. So I actually have to fight against songwriters. It's the opposite. Like, that's beautiful. I already wrote the song. I'm not going to have 10 songs about my daughter. She gets one, and then her siblings will all get one. And it'll be the right one, and luckily we landed on the right one the first time. And Morgan number two, that's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A doctor helped save a three-year-old boy from drowning in a pool in New Jersey. 
A family member got the child out of the shallow end of a hotel pool, and Dr. John Blundell, who was staying at the hotel, performed CPR and revived the boy before first responders arrived. Imagine your kid is drowning, someone pulls him out, saves him, and there's a doctor there to bring him back to life? Amazing. What are the odds? Fortunately, a police officer, Scott Gaston, was also nearby when the call came in, so he rushed over there too and gave the boy oxygen. Like this kid, perfect storm. After, well, after he fell in. and mm-hmm. I mean, that part was yeah, bummer, yeah, yeah. but you know, everything worked out. So let me shout out Dr. John Blundell, Officer Scott Gaston, the unnamed person who pulled the kid from the pool. He didn't get the shout out here oh. in the article. Well, shout out unnamed person. Yeah, all unnamed people. We shout you out right here together. Mm-hmm. But that's a good story. I wanted to share that. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Huntington, New York. This guy, Robert, was sentenced to about a year and a half in prison for stealing cars. He's like, man, I don't want to go to prison. You know what I'll do? I'll fake my own death. So he types up a death certificate and he mails it to the police station. Only problem is he misspelled a bunch of words on the death certificate. <laughs> oh, no. Typo's got him. <laughs> Typo's got him, so they went and found him, and now he's back in prison. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. The painters are finishing up inside my house, and they're the nicest guys I've ever been around. They're always like, hey, are you good? And I walked out there the day, and he goes, hey, excuse me, would you mind if I just turn the music up 10%? And I was like, no, ma'am, jam it out. Play whatever you want. Yeah. But I just thought that was really nice of him to be like, just 10%. And I was like, you want to go 50, go 50. Yeah, because they're having to paint in there all day and they need entertainment. And when we come by, they'll throw their masks on real quick. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, it gets... It's thoughtful. It's the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should send them over to you. Do you need anything painted? Actually, I do. I seriously do. I'm even still having work done at our house too. And I had to have some sinks disconnected. And a plumber was there doing it, and we were in the kitchen, and he was talking to me about his favorite music and how he loves um, hick hop. Oh, hick hop! So it's like hip hop, but hick country, like country hip hop. Right. Yes. And I just looked at him confused, and of course, I mean, I can put two and two together. I know what it is, but I didn't. He was asking if I knew any or what my favorite hick hop was, and I didn't have any. And I have an Alexa in my kitchen, and he saw it, and he just looked over and he said, "Hey, Alexa." Play Big Smo. Were you shocked that somebody yes. random yelled at your Alexa? Yes. Uh, I just thought, I don't know etiquette for Alexa because it's still so new to a lot of people. But do you, if you're not friends with somebody, can you talk to their smart device? Do you think Alexa's like a kid? Like only talk to my kids if I know you or you ask? Right, I don't know. I mean, I was certainly wasn't mad at him or anything, and I don't think he meant any harm. That is but weird it just that someone me, just yells at your Alexa, right? Yes, it made me laugh because, like, I don't know you. You're in my house. We're talking, yes, and you're really nice, but you're not. You're not. If you were at my house and you said, "Hey, play this," that'd be fine. I wouldn't even think twice about it. But I was laughing at like, is this appropriate? I don't know. That's funny. Well, who was your favorite hiccup though? I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Cowboy Troy. Okay. Is, is um Colt Ford. Okay, Colt Ford is Lil Nas X hip hop. No, I think he's hip hop. Okay. Old Town Road though could be considered hip hop ish. Ish. Uh, this is a tricky one. Oh no! But- Play that little smoke though again. 
Big Smile. Oh, whatever his name is. What about Jelly Roll? You ever hear Jelly Roll? I don't know that one. Uh. What do you think about this guy yelling at her Alexa lunchbox? Man, I would have to tell him, you turn that off. Like, that's my device. That's sort of like just going in and getting something out of your fridge. It's a violation of your space, and I'd have to say something. Morgan? Weird or not weird? I think it's definitely weird. I would have said something to him. Ray, close it out. Weird or not weird? I mean, he's working for you or whatever, right? Can't they take take control of some stuff in your house? <laughs> I mean, that would be like yelling slack. at Steve. Hey, Steve, just give me some water. Yeah, I don't know. I really, guys, he was so nice. I don't have a problem with it. I just thought, I don't know that he should continue to do that with other people. Because if I was somebody that really cared, you know, it might get awkward. But I get, he was just trying to show me what hip hop was. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing malicious here. Right. Time now for a draft of best TV comedies. We'll go around the room, picking our favorite comedies. We'll form a team, vote on the team you like the best. Raymundo has the first pick today. Raymundo, what's the first TV comedy you're picking? Give me friends. Wow. That's the first overall pick. I think that's that was the right one. Yeah! Well, I just realized that's the theme. I thought we were drafting favorite TV comedians. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> Who'd you have over there as your first pick? Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White, Ray R- Romano, uh-huh. um, Tina Fey. Did you just read that wrong? What do you mean? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I'm I think to pull you, it up. you were in here when I cut the tees for it. They ran over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. You know. uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go. And I'm, gonna, I'm gonna draft The Office as my first overall pick, which yep. puts it over to you, Amy. <laughs> Well, Friends is taken, The Office is taken. That's what I watch right now that cracks me up. So I'll go Seinfeld. Solid. There's just not going to be a bad pick in the first round. Lunchbox? Yeah, this is my favorite show right now, and I am loving it. And it is called, um, we'll call it Sheets Creek. All right. Yeah, S Creek. Morgan? Oh, man, y'all took so many, and I... I'm going to go with Modern Family. Uh, nice. Hoping to get that on the way back. All right. That's the first round. Now we go backward in the second round. We're drafting TV comedies. Morgan, your second pick? Yeah, I'm going to go with Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, so good. All these have been on my list so far. Nobody's really done a bad pick yet. Lunchbox? Okay. I love this show. Can watch the reruns over and over again, and you will laugh out loud. Give me Parks and Rec. Amy, who else do you have in your your comedian list? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shut up. Uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Is that uh, me again? No, it's oh. no. It's, you got many picks before you again. Now it's Is me, it me again. <laughs> oh, you paused for so long. Yeah. Okay, go. I'm gonna go with Golden Girls. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Golden Girls. Golly, that was mine. Best TV comedies, Raymundo. Over to you. Good wholesome family show from back in the day. Did I do that? Family Matters. Nice. Man, knocking them all down here. All right, we'll go with uh, Raymundo gets uh, the the last pick here of the of the next round. Raymundo has 
Friends and Family Matters. Who's going to be joining your team as your favorite TV comedy? A lot of nerds out there now during the old coronavirus times. Give me Big Bang Theory. Yeah! Let's go. All right. I'm deciding between two. Which ones? Talk it out. Raymond and Full House. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, just make your pick, because whichever one you don't use, I am. I figure they'll both get taken, so I don't mind sharing them. I'm going to go Full House. Okay. So my team is The Office, Golden Girls, and Full House. Solid. Amy? Everybody loves Raymond. Mm-hmm. So my team, yeah, is Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, and everybody loves Raymond. Lunchbox? Man, you guys taking everything. Ah... Uh... I'm gonna go. Ah, uh, man, I'm gonna go with New Girl. No, dang it. Were you gonna pick oh, that, Morgan? Close. Yes, and I was uh. so close. Morgan, your final pick. Oh, Lunchbox's team is uh, S Creek, Parks and Rec, and New Girl. Morgan. Oh my God, I'm so angry right now. Um, I mean, I guess the only thing that I have left on here is The Simpsons. All right. Which makes Morgan's team The Simpsons, Fresh Prince, and Modern Family. All right, there you have it. The, some that didn't make the list on mine, which I knew I probably wouldn't pick, but I put it in just in case. Curb Your Enthusiasm, uh, Roseanne. Mm, good one. Because I've seen every single episode, and I thought if the world ended, I'd pick Mama's Family. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Mama's Family? I mean, I'm a long, long time ago. I have Reba. Oh, good one. Yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I knew I wouldn't pick Family Guy, but I put that one down, too. The rest is all on the list. I guess I didn't have New Girl on my list, but the rest of that. Do you have any others? Oh, like you had a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Amy uh, thought we were drafting black and white shows. Or... Yeah. All right, there you go. Go to bobbybones.com and vote on the team that you like the best. Go check that out. We will talk to our video producer, Eddie, in the next 25 minutes or so. From what I hear, he just got his results back. Okay. So we're going to find out if he's positive or negative for corona again. He was positive a week and a couple days ago. Here's a voicemail that we got late last night. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. Hey, man, I just got the perfect big name for Eddie. He's definitely in my thoughts and my prayers. If you're going to name him like you have been, Eddie, with COVID, just call him COVID. You guys are great. I love you guys. <laughs> COVID. Ed. COVID. Yeah. Here's our friend COVID. <laughs> That's good, man. Appreciate that call. You can always call us, 877-77-BOBBY. I'm on Instagram, at Mr. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So this guy wanted to buy a camper. It was $3,500. So he went on Venmo to pay the person he was buying the camper from. Sent it to the wrong person. (laughs) So this one kid is out golfing with his dad. His phone's like... And he opens it up, and he just got paid $3,500 on Venmo. <laughs> he knew it wasn't for him and that it was a mistake. So he messaged the guy back and said, I don't think this is for me. He's like, oh, yeah, shoot, it's not for you. So he is like, I'm going to send you back all the money, 
minus 20 bucks to buy myself a case of beer. <laughs> what the guy say? He said, deal. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny how he handled it. Because he did the right thing, but then felt like he should reward himself. <laughs> That's funny. Sometimes on Venmo, I'll pay someone mm-hmm. and it'll go, you have no friends with this person in common and you've never messaged them before. Are you sure? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Am I sure? And I'm always like, am I about to pay the wrong person? Mm-hmm. But Venmo is a life changer for me. And I don't, it doesn't come top of mind as much as it should. I told you I was, you know, trying to tip that guy last week. And I was like, I can Venmo him. And at Sonic, too, you can Venmo him. Just ask him for their Venmo. Yeah, That's I love funny. that it's gaining popularity. But yes, you, you need to, like, triple check who you're paying, especially with someone you don't know. So according to a study of men and women, 32% of men say they have never done this around the house. And I want to hear from you what that is. It's too vague. They've never done this. <sighs> I feel like you've done it for sure. And it's changed changed the sheets. (laughs) Oh, I probably, eh. yeah, I mean, when I was living alone and my dog would sleep in the bed, it was every other night. Yeah. My dog doesn't sleep in the bed anymore. This dog doesn't sleep in the bed because he snores too loud. But yeah, mine was a weird circumstance. Yeah. You're different than a lot of other guys. But then there's another part of the study that stuck out to me because you say that my husband does this and it was over half of the men surveyed said that they purposefully do a chore wrong so they don't get asked to do it. Yeah, there's no way your husband can't fold laundry. I know. He served in the Air Force. Went to the Air Force Academy. I look outside at him mowing the yard and it's with such precision and there's lines and everything's perfect. And then, yeah, he can't fold a t-shirt. You guys had an old truck you kept in my house for a few days when you went to Colorado and I watched him come in re-hook up the battery, all these wires going different places. (laughs) Nailed it. But he can't fold a towel. (laughs) I know. Now I know. He's part of half of these men that do stuff that on purpose. So we're on to you guys. Now we know. Yeah, we're on to you guys. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, lastly, if you're in the market for a beach house, Jason Aldean is selling his. (laughs) Hey, listen. I was looking at Jason Aldean's regular house online. His new one, yeah. Holy moly. I was watching him and Tyler Farbol in his house. But Tyler's pants were down. Yeah, I saw that clip. Yeah. And then I saw Tyler. I guess I'm only seeing Jason's house from Tyler's Instagram. But I saw Tyler Farr at Jason's pool. And he was like, hey, uh, come on out to Jason Aldean's water park. Free admission. But it's really the back of Aldean's house. And it does and look a like kind of a water park situation. Yeah. Well, how much is this beach house going for? It's selling for $2.95 million. For like his beach house, for like his third mm-hmm. or fourth house. But that's, that's gone down because I think it was originally listed at 32 Mm. So you're kind of getting a deal. And don't worry if you're thinking, oh, wow, doesn't why doesn't he want a vacation at a beach house anymore? He still does. He bought a new one. Is there a For listing? 4.1. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, who does all this research to find out Where when he buys a house? house? It's like 30A? Santa Rosa or that- Santa Rosa Beach, I think. Yeah, it's in that Jason, area. I know you listen sometimes. He'll text me during the show sometimes. Mm-hmm. If you happen to be listening right now, let me go stay in that house you're selling for a few days. We got another week of vacation coming up. Oh, the one that's for sale? Yeah. Oh, and you can market it. Yeah, I'll take pictures (laughs) while I'm in it. I'll document my stay inside of that house. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. All right. Sounds nice. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I just got to shout out these parents, Andy and Thomas Bonnera. They have three biological children of their own. Then they knew one day they would like to adopt, but they decided to complete the foster care training first and they got a foster baby after that. Well, maybe 
Come to find out, the baby has four older siblings. Wow. And the birth mom to the four, or actually the five, decided to terminate her rights to the four. So these parents that had the baby, they said, no, no, we need those four. I don't want them going in the foster system. So now they are a family of 10. Wow. <laughs> they that took, escalated quick. Yeah, they had their three biological kids. Woo. Now they're five adopted kids. And then the two parents. That is a great story. Good for them. I know. Wow. I love when kids get to stay together. That is crazy. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Time to go over to Amy now, as we do every morning for the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What's the name of that show where all the skunks are lawyers? What's the name of that show where all the skunks are lawyers? I don't know. Law and Odor. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. That's a good one. Thank you. Law and Odor. Mm -hmm. There was a girl that lives in Tulsa. Her website's tulsacreators.com. I didn't know her, but she sent up to the studio a mat, like a doormat. Do you see our doormat? It's cute, yeah. And half of it says OU, half of it says it has a Razorback on it. It's like house divided. But she made this and she sent it up here. She didn't ask me to promote it or anything. But I thought it was a pretty cool gift. Like, I think it doesn't have to be a sports team, or it can be two sports teams. My only problem was she put the OU in front of the Arkansas, left to right. Yeah, so? Yeah, but... It doesn't thought matter. Whole, Some people well, here, read right to left. I mean, only people in Asian countries. But here's the thing. Okay. She's from Tulsa, so I think she was a bit biased. Oh, yeah, probably. So, Good point. I didn't think But it's now on our front door. Yeah. It's pretty cool. TulsaCreators.com if you want to go check out the site. Um, I haven't bought anything from her, but she mailed it up here. Sometimes we get really cool gifts in the mail, and when we do, I like to share. thought that's pretty cool. Uh, here's a voicemail from Amber Lynn in Dallas. I'm calling in regards to Eddie's coronavirus results. I myself have had coronavirus, and I can tell you I've had to get retested every week to return back to work. I have now had the coronavirus positive for eight weeks. Mm. So I just wanted to tell him that even though he feels like he's getting better, be cautious because 14 days does not mean you're negative. Eddie, I hope you get better soon. Bye. We'll hear Eddie's results in about 15 minutes. Do you guys know the results? No. I don't either. I messaged him this morning and was like, hey, if we're doing the bit where you're going to be in the garage, like let me know. And he goes, hey, just got my results. Er, like maybe either... Late last night or today, like early today. And so I was like, well, then don't come in. Let's just do the bit on the air where you're telling us what it is. Okay. So I don't even know what it is because there is no pre-bit planned about the garage. I was reading a thing, too, where now they're seeing people that had corona or still, it's like spider webs in their lungs at times. That's why they can't breathe. Mm. So it's longer lasting than they think. Okay. I got bit by a spider, not the same, but I can relate. No. What? No. Yeah. You mean the my web spider part? Bite. Yeah, my spider bite is still there. It's is it wh- painful? I got bit by a brown recluse. No, but it's like purple and there's a hole there. Mm. And it was, I'm not kidding, six inches away from my baby maker. What if it would have hit that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Ellen's place was robbed while they were there. Did you see that? I did. Crazy. Ellen and Portia were inside their home when it was burglarized. Thief got in and got out undetected. So now they've turned the place into a fortress. TMZ broke the story. It happened on July 4th, and the couple was home. That is freaky, man. And also, the first time I was broken into is when I finally got serious about putting in some sort of security. Now, it's I have a lot because I've had a few you know, issues. But 
I was talking to the company at the time, and I was like, hey, who comes to you for, you know, these security systems? They're like, right after people have been broken into. No one ever does it before. Mm-hmm. Like, rarely does someone go, I've had no issue whatsoever. I'd like a security system. It's always when something r- nearby happens or it happens to them, and then they're freaked out about it. Because that's exactly why I did it. I was like, oh, my goodness. I just got busted into, stole everything. Same. I need to get a system. Yeah. You too? Yeah, when we first got married, well, that's my first security system was our Rottweiler Josie. We got broken into, and I had we had been looking at dogs, <laughs> and uh, I wanted a really cute little one. And then we got broken into, and I was like, okay, I was googling <laughs> Doberman, whatever. And then a, a Rottweiler got dropped off at our church and needed a home. And our pastor called us and said, I heard you want to rescue a dog. I've got one. I said, what's the breed? He said, Rottweiler. I was like, perfect. I'm in. <laughs> so, I mean, I started with that. And then, yeah, we've since upgraded to the whole alarm speaker. Our, at our new house, we got it to where anytime a door opens, it's she's, she's, she says, she says, front door or back door. Who does she say it garage to? Garage door. It just says it to the house. But I'm. it just lets you know that a door has been opened and exactly which door. So that, because if if I'm not expecting anyone to go out of a certain door, it's just to help because our son has been super scared. And so we thought as an extra protection measure for him, he'll be able to know if anybody opens the door, we will hear it. We will hear it. We promise. That's why we got her. She notifies us. Front door. We were having security issues. I'll mention now. I think now I feel good about saying we moved. It's the first time I've said it on the air. We moved a while ago because not only were we having some new security issues, but people were also, um, let's just say they were, it wasn't good for Caitlin Mm -hmm. to be where we were. And so we moved in and out, you know, kind of the same thing. Now I'm as camered up as I could be, you know? The place we have now is kind of built for that thing. I just had, I've had probably seven instances over the past, you know, 10 years, some a little closer than others, but we had to move. And so we've moved now, but that stuff's scary. Like they were home and someone got in and got out. I know. And you would have, you would think with Portia and Ellen, they would have already had a fortress. With them though, you would think they had somebody standing outside with a gun. A guard. I guess, (laughs) yeah, I just think celebrities have have weaponed up dudes Mm -hmm. or weaponed up women out front in all black ready to go Uh, Kelsey Grammer's daughter got cut up by a man who started swinging a knife in New York City what did you see this no all because the restaurant she was at was about to close and wouldn't let him in so it wasn't the same kind of thing but still it was like a weird law enforcement sources confirmed the scary incident went down late Friday night at a place called the Black Ant they're about to close up shop and some guy who witnesses describe as seemingly drunk walked up said let me in turned away by staff he went into a rage. He whipped out a blade and started hacking away with guests and employees. Wow. And her and a friend of hers were two of the victims that got slashed by the guy. Isn't that wild? That's awful. What in the world? I got a couple more of those what in the world's, like, what's wrong with people's in a second. Today, it's been a day where I was reading through the news and I was like, what is wrong with people? We'll not do it next, though. We need a little a little. We'll take a break in between the cleanser. what's wrong with people. Yeah, palate okay. cleanser of this. Producer Eddie's on the phone with us. A little over a week ago, he told us he had coronavirus. So all last week, we just talked to him on the phone. Eddie, what's up? What's up, guys? How you doing? I'm feeling great. How are you all doing? Pep in a step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I texted him when I was driving in this morning. I said, hey, do we want to do the bit? And he's like, well, I just got my results. Did you get them today or late last night? I got them late last night. I don't know if he has it or not. Do we want to make some guesses here? <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm... 
tired of guessing about Eddie's health. <laughs> you know, like, just give it to me. How long did it take you to get your results? Uh, over the weekend, man. I mean, it was quick. I got it done Friday, and then they hit me up Sunday night. Sunday evening. Did you pay for a, a medium rapid result, or did it come back pretty quick, just generally? I think it, no, I did not pay extra for the rapid result. They just, I guess, this place, this was a different place than I went to last time. Last time and this place, I guess, is just faster. So did they call you, or did they email you? They called me. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, that's not good, right? Oh, no. no I got, I got tr- called, and I was negative. Yeah, but they called you in, like, 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and they are like, hey, Bobby, you just saw you here. <laughs> You're negative. <laughs> okay. Eddie, uh, anything you want to say before you tell us your new diagnose, diagnosis? Yes. Go ahead. Yes. I would like to tell you guys that when I went, uh, they, they, I get there and they ask me the, the little survey that they give you. And it's like, have you come in contact with anyone with COVID in the last like three days? I'm like, yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. And, and they go, oh, oh, you've had it. I was like, yes, I had it uh, 14 days ago. And they go, okay, uh, well, just let you know that most of the people that have been coming, taking the test 14 days after they take it, they already test positive again, automatically. So that's what she left me with. I'm like, okay, so what's the point of me doing this? She's like, I don't know. We'll give it a shot, but let's see what we get. Why automatically? I thought you kind of healed up in a few days in some cases. They said that, you know, symptoms, go, they, they go away or whatever. And for some reason, the virus stays in your body. And a lot of people have been coming back testing positive again. Okay. So do they stick the nose, the the, the, oh. sh- the swab all the way in your nose deeper or easier than last time? I mean, it was quicker than last time. I wouldn't say it was easier. I mean, it was just boom, boom, and we're done. The guy was a pro. All right. Uh, let's get a drum roll up because here is our producer, Eddie. He set it up, though. Do you think he's, he set us up to tell us he's positive or negative, Amy? Yeah, let's play Guess Eddie's Health. Come on. Welcome to this week's <laughs> edition of Guess Eddie's Health. Yeah, now he's trying to set it up like... Everybody tests positive, but he's some superhero and he's negative. <laughs> That's what I feel like, Amy. I feel like he's setting us up for, and he's going to be all and celebrating. Be like, What's up now? My body is high functioning. Uh, <laughs> I'm I don't in know. super shape. Right. What are you going with? I, gosh. I mean, just based on, I've been getting notes from listeners too that are like, yeah, good luck with that. I've tested positive five times in a row. So We had the caller a minute ago. Oh, yeah, the caller. She was eight times. Eight times. So, oh. and that's for eight mo- weeks, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. So I'm oh going to say, God. oh, whatever. He's still positive. Okay. Lunchbox? I'm going to keep it positive. Morgan? <laughs> I'm going to go with positive too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ray? Yeah, it seems like everybody's testing positive weeks after, so positive. <laughs> Eddie, I have faith in you, buddy. You I'm, had faith in him last time. <laughs> I know. I'm going negative. Okay. I gotta, I gotta stick with my guy. Uh, Eddie, go ahead. All right. So I get the call, and it's a nurse, and she says, "Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Yes." Have you had this? Like, have you have you tested positive before? And I said, "Yes, yes, I have tested positive." Before. She's like, "Is there a reason why you're taking another test?" Yeah, my work says that I have to have a negative result. <laughs> tell your, she says, tell your work that you then you won't see him in a couple months because you tested positive again. <gasps> oh, oh my gosh! It's not funny. I'm not laughing. No, I know. I know. It's a weird thing, right? Because we're not laughing about the virus. We're laughing at how Eddie's setup is. Yes, right. Like, He's like, so she's like. So you tell your coworkers <laughs> you're gonna see them in. And also, a if he of had six symptoms, we'd also be treating it differently. Yeah. Like if he. Well, how are your symptoms, by the way? Great. I, I, I'm, I'm. They're gone. I mean, I would say I'm about 98 percent because 
over the weekend, I just kind of go, I have these waves of where I get really tired. And then I just kind of want to like take a little nap and then I feel better in an hour. Okay. And, then, uh, and so that kind of just comes and goes. So as far as like feeling like I still have the virus in my system, yeah, I definitely feel like there's still something in there. Okay. What about your wife? Did she get her results? She got her results and she's negative. <gasps> Everyone, I, yeah. Wow. So are you back in the room? Like you got to be quarantined. You right? got to still stay away from her. No, I've been in the. I've been oh. around the house. But you can't what? if she's Why negative. Are doing that? You got to be back in the room. I'm. I'm trusting the scientists. The scientists are saying after 10 days of your symptoms that they first appeared, you're good. Are you ever on Facebook? <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. Okay, I was going to say, because they don't trust the scientists over there. Uh. I, I mean, it's very, it, I don't know. I, it's really weird because I don't know who to who to believe. No, the no. CDC. You believe the science, period. And you believe the people that have dedicated their whole life to this, not someone who found us, finds a story at patriotguy.com yeah, and links no po- it. No politicians. Be- yes, unless they have a doctor by their name and a bunch of other doctors agreeing with them, that's who you believe. Yeah. They spent their whole life studying this. So I agree. <laughs> I thought, never mind. I don't even want to say anything. This is going to get all people riled Eddie up. goes, I don't know who to believe. No. <laughs> Should I believe Trent, who in 11th grade I, was, I met for a week during lunch, or, yeah, Eddie? Well, because I don't think you guys are out of the ordinary to say, like, oh, you need a negative test before you come back in this building. Like, I, I agree with that. We're like, not saying really, it. HR says Yeah, it. we're not <laughs> saying it. Right. But I agree with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but so what I'm saying is, like, okay, that's good. But then you have the professionals, the scientists saying, like, well, no, not really. It's not the case. You, you're going to test positive for a while. But that doesn't mean that you can transmit the virus anymore. I know, but I think as a business, you just have to be extra cautious. Uh-huh. Even not that they're disregarding what scientists are saying, but there's it's an evolving, like everyone's the the knowledge about it and what people are learning. And they're and being even more cautious. Different. I yeah. think if a business was being less cautious, that argument would be okay. But yeah. business being more cautious. Yeah. Well, and and this is another. They don't reason want to get sued. I, I mean. I definitely want to be safe and not rush this. Um, I did want to mention that on my way to take my test, ironically, I see Raimundo in his car as we're driving to the clinic. Now, this is this is this is this sets me up to like I'm not ready to go in this office at all because I drive up to Ray. I say I tell my wife, "Ooh, honk, honk, that's Ray, honk," and I honk at Ray. <laughs> he looks at me. We end up at a stoplight, a red light together. He grabs his mask from his glove box, puts his mask on, and lowers the window to talk to me. I'm like, Ray, we're we're in two different cars, like far away from each other. I have my mask on. I'm not going to give you the virus. Oh, that's hilarious. I'm like, guys, these guys are not ready for me to come I... in. Oh, no. Yeah. Your wife rides in a car with you. Yeah, the whole family did. No! That's such a confined space. I'm getting tested again Thursday this week. <laughs> Bobby's Because I talked to you on the phone. Bobby's addicted. <laughs> you know how Bobby, it used to be back in the day, this is one example, he was obsessed with this one sandwich from Subway and he would get it every single day, no matter what. And that's that's been a pattern. Insert whatever it is. now. I'm sorry I'm addicted to being responsible. No, it's COVID <laughs> you test. Know, I'm sorry I'm addicted to being Bobby's like, time for my weekly test. Um, Eddie, sorry, bud. Uh, yeah, sorry. So what, what does this mean? Like, what? I mean, guys, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. I don't even know what my, the point of my life is anymore. It means that 
you can't come to work until you get a negative, first of all. It it's means... Been like two weeks, and he's like, I don't know the point of my life. Who am I even? <laughs> like, I mean, what? guys, I, I started working on arts and crafts. I do. I wake. I have this pattern. I wake up, and I work on this thing called diamond painting. It's very relaxing. I'm actually loving it. Yeah, because you need to relax a little more right now. <laughs> I mean, what? Well, okay, we'll, we'll check in with you later on the show, because we'll ask you what bit you wanted to submit for the show today. Great. All right, Eddie's still uh, positive... So has coronavirus. Don't hit us with the why are you laughing. We're not laughing at his virus. We're laughing at how he presented the whole thing. We're laughing at that he feels okay yeah, and he's and fighting he's through friend. it. And he's yes, losing. And he's I, our friend. I mean, I, I still do. I mean, like, you got to be positive during these times. Like, I, what, we, what am I going to do? Just sit here and be just Debbie Downer about the whole thing? Like, I have no idea what to do. I just got to have, we got to be lighthearted, lighthearted about this stuff. All right. Sam Hunt, Ken, folks. Eddie, talk to you later. All right, guys. All right, bye, Boncha. They're making a Vanilla Ice movie. I wonder, because I was born in the 80s, but Morgan, number two, you were born in 90... 1993. Do you remember Vanilla Ice at all? Uh, the only thing I remember from him is Ice Ice Baby. That's all I got. And you just know the song. I guess you don't remember it being a current song. Yeah, no, I just I just know that song. Like, not even the full song. I just know Ice Ice Baby. Okay, so there's this one. And this was... I mean, he's considered a one-hit wonder for the most part. Like, I know other stuff is, because I had... One, a Vanilla Ice tape, and then I had a Vanilla Ice MC Hammer tape. But I remember when he did the song for Ninja Turtles, Ninja Rap, the movie. Ninja, go, go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Do you remember uh, Play That Funky Music, White Boy? Yes. Play That Funky Music, White Boy. I'm back, and I'm ringing the bell. I'm rocking on the mic while the fly girls the true story of the infamous dramatic rise and fall of Vanilla Ice's career in the early 90s will be told in the movie To the Extreme. Interest level? Pretty high. Yeah, is me it, too. Where is the, like, is it on Netflix or? Well, it doesn't say yet, right? Because J, uh, James Franco's doing it. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Huh? Who? Gay Franco? Wait. Dave. Oh, Dave. That's oh, right. The Dave. lesser fame. Got it. How do I know Dave? 21 Jump Street. That's what I would know him for. He was a bad guy, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Who's James? Oh, James Franco is the one with Seth Rogen that does all that stuff. Yeah, and didn't he cut his arm off in that movie? Yeah, not for real, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave Franco. Okay. Gotcha. He does kind of look like Vanilla Ice, though. Kind of has that look. So I don't know what it's going to go to. Maybe they don't know either. But they're making a movie about it. Huh. I'd, I'd like that. Yeah, I'd watch. Yeah. And it's a real actor, too. Mm-hmm. You know who his wife is? The girl from The Glow. The wrestling. What's that movie? What is it called Glow? Allison Bree, the main wrestler in Glow. Did you ever watch that show? No, you told me I wasn't my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you loved <laughs> Did it. Did you get with Caitlin and, and tell her that I won't watch your shows, but I watch Eddie's? Did you guys have that conversation? I think so. Yeah, we did. Really? I mean, we had it here on the show, but I, I also, yeah, told her. Take it into personal. You're probably just telling her to watch Yellowstone. Well, I asked her out. her honest opinion about Upload, and she said she, she wasn't fair like to it. it. She didn't give it a chance. She watched 15 minutes. She was like, this show's not for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but it is for me. And I watched a bunch of shows that you liked and I thought wouldn't be for me. And I ended up getting into them. Mm-hmm. Cheer, for example. Mm-hmm. I was like, what am I going to watch? She was like, let's watch it. And I was like, oh. and then I ended up loving it. Episode two and loved all of it. I was like, just watch it. We haven't watched another one yet. Don't watch it by myself now. It is kind of weird. Yeah. But Morgan watched the whole thing. You loved Upload. Yeah, I did. I, I like weird shows, though. Me okay. too. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad me? show. I just I'm feel just like saying. I'm a guy out here alone on an island trying to make people happy, and people just always making me feel bad. <laughs> okay. Spent a day and a half in Oklahoma City this weekend. Caitlin's sister 
got engaged, and she didn't know it was coming, and we were part of the surprise after she was proposed to. So we drove over, uh, spent the whole day, and I really like in, in Oklahoma City. I think it's a great town. Um, it's funny, though, because I ran into some listeners for sure, went to this ice cream place as we were kind of getting ready to go over to a secret engagement, and a couple of listeners, everybody's respectful with corona and masks and stuff, and but this woman looked at me, and she goes, man, if I didn't know any better, I'd swear you were Bobby Bones, but there's no way. Because I it was, and I didn't have it on my Instagram story. You can usually find out where I am by my Instagram story, mm-hmm. but because we were surprising her sister, and I was like, "Yeah, it'd be crazy." If, I was like, "No, it's me." And so, um, but it was great. I That's love, fun. yeah, I love being in Oklahoma. It was cool. Her sister was proposed to on on top of this building, and she was surprised by it. And then all of her family was in a room. She was doubly surprised by that, and then she was triply surprised when. There was a whole thing too. But it was, you know, it was weird to kind of be socially distant but close with folks because we're all, it was outside the proposal was. And so we're all up there and there's like eight of us, but no one wanted to get close to each other. Yeah. So you're all like, it's great to see you. But no, there was really not a lot of hugging. It's just a, you know. The new way we do things right now. Yeah, I felt a little weird, but I felt good about it. Like everyone was really responsible about it. You could still be there for someone. Caitlin obviously hugged her sister. But there wasn't a lot. I love not being having to hug folks. Mm-hmm. I like, like to. I choose my hugs wisely. Like I, I've always liked to invest in hugs to people I really want to hug. And now I can still really do that. Yeah, that's what we did. What'd you do this weekend? Um, my husband's sister was in town, so we were just. That's why you didn't come over for pickleball. I know. I wanted to because, I mean, we're pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> at pickleball. Where do you guys play pickleball? In Colorado. Mm. Yeah. We did so. a, a a duo tournament. Mm-hmm. Teams, Caitlin and I, we finished second. Ugh. Ugh. I know. It's the worst. Yeah, wait a bunch of. I'd rather finish last. You know what? Just kidding. I'm kidding. She, I don't. Caitlin does not, not like competing with me. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're too competitive. I don't know. Well, she's very competitive in a different way. Because okay. when we're a team and we got beat by this one team, I was like, we just got beat by an inferior opponent. I was like, you're better than she is. There's no, and she's like. I so that you, I hear that as you blaming her. No, no, no. Loss. It's like there's no reason you shouldn't be performing better than her. Okay. But, and she's like, I don't perform well when I, but then we started playing knockout and basketball against each other. Mm-hmm. So there's like, you know, six of us playing knockout. And you, or if you, you shoot it and if you miss it and the person behind you makes it, you're knocked out. Um, and she talks so much crap to me. So she is mean when she competes against somebody and I maybe... I'm not the best when I'm on a team with someone and we're not performing because I'm also bad to myself. Right. That makes sense. We're competitive in different ways. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, sad you guys couldn't come over. So she, what'd you guys do? Anything fun? Well, no, because we didn't really, we just hung out at the house. We watched movies and cooked dinners and baked cookies and played games, stuff like that. Lunchbox's birthday was Saturday. What'd you end up doing? Uh, really, we just hung around the house. Nothing exciting with uh, quarantine. Can't really go anywhere. Uh, wife made dinner, and that was really pretty much it. And they gave me a card that was really handmade with the kids' handprints. It was great. I don't feel like you thought that was what it should be. Well, I mean, it's just it, it's hard to celebrate. There's nothing you can really do that's – I mean, it's the same thing we do every day with the kids. So it's kind of like, all right. And it was just a weird birthday. Turning 39, I started to think – Man, do people, like, I used to think people saw me as the young stud on the radio, and now it's more like the creepy old man that's, mm-hmm, yeah. Sure. Well, you grow older. Mm-hmm. I've had to kind of have, have some realizations with myself, too. But we both had quarantine birthdays. At my birthday party, there were literally three people. It was me, 
Caitlin and Amy. That, that was my it. birthday party. It was me, Bobby, and Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here are clips of Lunchbox driving into drive-throughs and explaining that it's your birthday. And yeah, I told him it was my birthday, and it was just I'm really down because I can't have any friends over, and I just want to feel the love if they would sing me Happy <laughs> Birthday, and then I try to get free stuff too. May I take your order? Yeah, I'm, I'm a little sad because today's my birthday, you know, and with quarantine and everything, I can't have friends over, and so I have no one to, like, sing me happy birthday, so I was hoping you guys would sing me happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Feel that love now? Man, that felt so good. Now, now, what are you going to give me for my birthday? Like a... Uh, no, see, we sang you happy birthday. That was your present. Oh. What you going to order? <laughs> yeah, so I was hoping you'd order, you give me a, 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 a large Frosty for, for, for my birthday for free. <laughs> Sorry, baby, that's not how it happens. It, it works. <laughs> and the car behind you didn't care your birthday Very impatient. Well, no, you just went through a whole birthday song. <laughs> Here you go, here's another one. Today's my birthday, and it's been a bad birthday. Yeah, you know, this Corona thing. So, I mean, like, I don't have anybody to, like, come over because of Corona. And, like, I just I, I just want to feel the love on my birthday. So I was hoping, you know, you could sing me happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> oh, was, How old are you? I'm 39. Congratulations, Mike. Meet him more. Thank you so much, man. I'm warmed my heart. <laughs> You're welcome. Man, you guys are good. So, <laughs> what, what are you going to give right me now. for my birthday? Do I get a free milkshake or? Oh, uh, no. We can't do this. Trying to get us fired. I give you a cup of water. Oh, no. I don't want water. That's weak. But no free food? No. <laughs> right. Why are you talking like that? Because <laughs> I'm sad because it's my birthday. Okay. Sad. Yeah. Did anybody ever give you anything free? Oh, yeah. I ended up getting a free smoothie. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, I went to the smoothie place. And um, yeah, uh, they were like, hey, I'll hook you up with a free smoothie. And you want to talk about giving me a free smoothie? They give me the biggest smoothie I've ever seen in my life. What smoothie place was it? Uh, smoothie King. And it, I mean, that thing was like, it was like 44 ounces. It was a monster. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Well, happy birthday. You're, uh, we baked you cookies. They're in there. Oh, okay. Thank yeah, you. Happy birthday. You uh, got free cookies. <laughs> Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A mom in Cincinnati was at the basketball court shooting hoops with her three sons when two cops came over and started playing basketball with them. And they noticed, man, there's no net on that rim. They're like, you can't play basketball without a net. So the two cops went to Walmart, came back with a brand new net, and they knew the basketball they were playing with was real old, bought the kids a new basketball. Man, that's awesome. Good, and that's not a millionaire donating millions of dollars and building a facility, but that right there is what this whole segment's about. Just somebody doing something good for no other reason than than helping folks out. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Oh, Regis died over the weekend. Sad. I didn't know he was sick. I knew he was older. I mean, he's it was 88, so when they said his age, I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, I just had no idea that he was near that I met him twice, and he was so nice both times. I got to host that show once with mm-hmm. Kelly Ripa. Yeah. I didn't meet him at that show, but I met him two other times. He was such a nice guy, so warm. Again, I didn't know him, know him, but I had two experiences with him that were both super positive. Um, I think I'm going to put Regis into the music school today. All right, here we go. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. 
up in the morning and out to school. Did you know Regis was a singer? I didn't. In 1968, he released an album called It's Time for Regis. Hmm, interesting. Here's a clip of a song called Mame. You make the old magnolia tree blossom at the mention of your name. You've made us feel alive again. You've given us the drive again. Isn't it weird to hear him young? Because you can hear young Regis. Yeah. Uh, he waited another 36 years before putting out another album in 2004. Here's a Frank Sinatra cover he did on that album. You make me feel so young. Here you go. You make me feel so young. Now that sounds like Regis that we know. When Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, and I know he's known for doing a daytime talk show for the most part, that show was just a pop culture phenomenon for years and years and years. So much so that a dumb saying from that show still rolls over into today. Is that your final answer? Like that was such a, that show was massive. And it was every week and then it became every night because it was so big. And now there's still the syndicated version out and they brought, they did Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But man, that show was big. I remember the guy that won the million dollars the first time. He was the first ever millionaire. The question was, what president starred on the 1968-69 show Laugh-In? And they put them all up and he goes, I'd like to call my dad, please. And he's like, all right, it's for $1 million. No one had ever won a million dollars on that show. Reed's like, all right, uh, we got your dad on the phone. Uh, Herbert? I don't know. And the guy goes, hey, dad, I just wanted to call and tell you that I'm about to win a million dollars. The answer's Richard Nixon. Boom! And everybody was like, oh! oh! And then it was all everybody talked about the next day. Yeah. So rest in peace, Regis Philbin. Just um, a delightful guy to watch. Set the world record for a long time. For what? For the most time, many the most hours on television. Wow. At any given... Pe- no, just period in life. Oh, in life. Okay, wow. It may still have it. I know for a while Hugh Downs had it. Remember that guy from 2020? Barbara Walters and Hugh Downs back mm-hmm. in the day? Well, regardless. <laughs> and then Regis, I don't know if he's been surpassed recently or not. Still may have it, but was the world record holder for most hours on TV, period. Oh. That whole show of Regis and Kathy Lee which was the first version, it was a local show in New York first mm-hmm. that they were like, hey, why don't we spread this thing out? It's getting, and then it spread and organically became a thing. Yeah. I saw a, like a tribute thing to him and some people were coming on and they were being interviewed about life with Regis, working with Regis and how hard he worked. And he had so much success and they call like in their opinion, they're like, he's the hardest guy, working guy I've ever known. I've seen like... He had all the success and all this money, but he kept working and kept working because of how he grew up so poor that he had this mentality that it was all going to be gone the next day. So he needed to keep the hustle. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Bobby. <laughs> and so now it makes sense. He has the most hours on TV. Like he he was a worker. And I was like, if someone were to ask me, I would say in my world, Bobby's the hardest working person I know. And he also has the mentality that anything he's worked for will be gone tomorrow. It could all be gone tomorrow. Right. Yeah. I, so, yeah. You, you know, speaking of that, uh, w- let's hold off on closing music school. I have a story. Rachel Cruz, she's come in before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Ramsey's daughter. Yeah. Has also written some, she's not just Dave Ramsey's daughter. She's also a very talented uh, writer. She's written a couple of bestsellers. She's writing a new book on how to manage money if you don't know how to manage money. I think that's the gist of it because I didn't, I, you know, only recently have I figured out uh, I should just bring in smart people to tell me because I didn't grow up with any money at all. But she took a clip from the radio show and put it into the book and she asked me if it was okay because she heard me talking about something. 
And she writes, and I hope she's okay with me reading this. There are also people, this is her writing first. There are also people who grew up in poverty who have a strong fear of ending up back there. I love listening to on-air radio personality and best-selling author Bobby Bones in the mornings. Now he's done extremely well for himself. If you listen to him for long, you know he grew up with very little money and has a deep-rooted fear of being extremely poor again one day. Today he's conservative with money. For a long time, he habitually overpaid his utility bills each month in hopes that they would not be shut off if he was forced to miss a month's payment. Then she quotes the show. So if the electric bill came in at 212, I just paid 220 to make sure it was taken care of. Although that's a high electric bill. What the heck was I? Is it Christmas lights? <laughs> you were just giving an example. Maybe, maybe so. I was like, if I saw the electric bill now, I'd be like, what? Um, quote, I will never be late on my bills or have someone call and tell me I owe them money. But then she writes something and she's like, hey, are you okay with that? Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. I just thought it was awesome that I was put in a book because I hope people hear my story and go, oh, I, I, I feel the same way. And, you know, I can also do that, whatever it is that, I, that I'm doing. I'm, basically, all I'm doing is pursuing what I love to do. But, yeah, I mean, rest in peace to Regis, just a great guy that I got to spend time with. And, I, you know, I read everybody's – we just feel like – I guess if you feel like you're with someone a lot, you see them on TV, hang out with them, you feel like they're kind of part of the group. Mm-hmm. We hope we feel like that to our listeners. Like we've been with you long enough or even if you're new to the show, we hope you feel that way with us. So uh, that was a music school about Regis's music, but it kind of – morphed there but let's close it up class dismissed that was Bobby and Eddie's music school oh man this is crazy a video captured a brawl that erupted at an airport after a drunken woman refused to get off the Philadelphia bound plane the chaotic incident took place after a woman refused to follow the crew's request to get off the flight meanwhile another passenger became ill around the same time And then it was just bedlam. I mean, it was, they were going nuts. This passenger takes his phone and just starts recording it. And so here's a clip of the pilot's announcement and people yelling. We have the uh, intoxicated woman in the back of the aircraft that is refusing to get off of the aircraft. If she doesn't get off the aircraft, we're all going to have to get off the aircraft. So, mm-hmm. so they're not going to go until she gets off. She just wouldn't get off the plane. And the pilot's now got to kind of diffuse it while also going, hey, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And so here's a clip of some of the, the, the fight in the terminal here. That? Local media identified a 33-year-old passenger of Philadelphia as the one who became upset on the flight. It was unclear if she was the one who is intoxicated, but it didn't matter because everybody was fighting anyway. A second pat. Isn't it? Isn't this just what our country feels like right now? Yes. Like you don't know why you just see people going nuts, and you're like, "Where is the normal? Where? What happened to us? Like trying to be good to each other?" But everybody's on edge right now all the time, regardless of whether it's on edge. But everybody's like, "Ooh, just say something. Just say something. I'm coming at you." Uh, the airline involved was not immediately available. There's another story. You want another one? Mm-hmm. A Delta flight departing from Detroit has to turn around as two guests refuse to wear their masks. Oh, my God. Now, it is a rule. You may not like the rule. If you don't want to wear a mask, you don't believe in masks, you know, God love you. But the rule is you have to wear a mask or you can't get on the plane. It's like going into a nice restaurant. If you don't want to wear a shirt, great. Keep your shirt off, guy. But you can't go into Ruth's Chris. You know, Carabas isn't going to let you hang out with no pants. That's just their rule. Same thing with the airlines. A Delta Airlines flight 
departing from Detroit, had to return to the gate after a pair of customers refused to wear a mask during the flight. The flight was heading to Atlanta. How can people do things like this and not realize they're just being real selfish jerks? It's not about the mask thing. It's a rule. It's like someone refusing to wear their seatbelt on a flight. Like, you know, I'm just going to wear my seatbelt. Well, if you don't put it on. We're not going to take off. We're not going to go. You right. get to seatbelt. And they'll be like, nah, I'm, I'm so selfish. I'd rather go back and make everybody miss whatever they're doing down there. What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with, with people? people? Thank you. We'll turn away from that. Okay. A man in Wisconsin won $22 million in the lottery last month. And he made good on a promise that he made 28 years ago and he split it with his friend. Oh, that's awesome. In 1992, they made a promise. They shook hands on it. They said if either one of them ever won the Powerball jackpot, they would split the money. That promise came to fruition last month when he won $22 million. That's legit. The men chose to cash option of $16.7 million. After taxes are paid, they each got $5.7 million. So on this show, let's say if we all made the promise back in 1992 or 2002, probably be a little better for us. Which members of the show do we think would honor that promise? Okay. Uh, would, do you think I would honor it? Yes or no? Yes. Group? Yes, yes, you would. Would you think Amy would honor it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Lunchbox would honor it? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he even said no. No. I mean, that's a long time ago. Uh, what about Eddie's not here? Eddie has coronavirus. We'll talk to him again in a second. Uh, would Eddie honor it? Yes. No. 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 What? No, he yeah. tries to come off like he's all wholesome, but there's no chance. I, I don't oh, think he would honor it and be like, oh. that was so long ago. What about our audio producer, Raymundo? Yes. No. Ray? I'll take 50-50, but I would. I'm a very loyal yeah. guy, and if yes. I told somebody something, I would follow through with that even if I'm unhappy about doing it. Imagine you're that friend, though, and you're like, what? It's awesome. What if you didn't remember the handshake? Exactly. Like, I mean, what if they're not even still friends? Do you have to find this dude? And call? I, I, I don't know. Handshake's a handshake. Yeah, anyway, that so story's crazy. great. Wanted to share that with you guys. Our video producer, Eddie's on the phone. He's positive again for Corona. He hasn't been able to shake it. Uh, he told us that this morning. Eddie, how do you explain to your kids that you have Corona? Uh, they kind of just found out already. I think they overheard me saying that I couldn't smell something, and they're like, they put two and two together. I first started with my five, my six-year-old. He was just like, oh, my gosh, I heard something that for sure says you have corona. I'm like, what? So they just know. They know. And then I told them, you know what? That's what it is, guys. I got it. Are you hugging them? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're back to normal hugging. I mean, I do wear a mask around the house, but I hug them. I, you know, hang out with them. I played baseball with them the other day. Yeah. But you have coronavirus still. The virus, I've tested positive for it. It's still in my body. The professionals say I can no longer transmit it, so I'm taking their word for it. Huh. Okay. Can't argue with that. And nobody in his, else in his family has contracted it, so it's not like he's going out in public and shaking hands and kissing babies. How does your wife no. not have it? She must be I don't, immune, right? I don't think you uh, can he, be immune. I Listen, we don't know anything. Maybe, now you're just making maybe. stuff up like people on Facebook do. <laughs> no, it's because I watch too many movies right now about viruses. Go ahead, yeah. Eddie. Maybe she already had it. Who knows? Like, maybe she had it, you know, a while back and we didn't know. And she's already got the antibodies. I mean, who knows? I have no idea how she hasn't gotten it. Wow. We, uh, we were in Florida together. I mean, we I had it. I got it while we were together. But as soon as I got home, we, we hadn't, you know, hung out or seen each other. So. What segment were you going to submit for the show had you been in? I was going to submit something that's just been coming up a couple of times. My, 
I have four boys, right? I have two. I have two my own, two foster boys. They're all boys, and I've always taught my kids it's okay to go pee outside. Now, the foster kid, he's got this thing where, like, when he's got to go, he's got to go. Well, when I was going to take my test, it was an outdoor drive-up, you know, uh, clinic. So they, so we just ended up in a parking spot, and my foster son goes, "I gotta go pee," and when he says that, he's gonna go. So my wife's like, all right, we'll let her rip. Go right over there in front of the parking spot and go. So then he goes in front of everyone, and i am got corona with a mask on, so I can't stop anything or go with him. And then my other boys were like, well, I got to go too. So they all started peeing. So I want to ask you guys, like, is that okay? Like, should we be letting our boys know it's okay to pee wherever you want because you're a boy? I would say wherever you want, the answer is no. Right, I would say if can. you're outside and there are other people, you can find a spot that's a bit secluded. You can pee and have at it. But I would say in a parking lot, no, when other people can see Mm-mm. them peeing. Like if you're in the woods and there's a tree or there's some sort of, yeah, that makes sense. How many me. people could see them peeing in the parking lot? There are probably about four cars in there. Yeah, yeah no. It's about Mm-mm. four too many. <laughs> yeah, no, Eddie. Yeah, because then next thing you know, they're going to be 16 and at the grocery store, and they're going to be like, I got to pee. <laughs> and they're going to be on a date, and they're just going to start peeing because they grew up that way. Nope. Or, or they're going to well, be peeing in a grocery store parking. <laughs> yeah, or that. <laughs> I made the mistake of like just seeing it one time, you know, when my, when my kids were younger. Like, that's the best thing about boys. We can pee wherever we want, you well, know, and, and my wife just took that for my word and just like, all right, well, then from here on out, they just pee wherever they want, whenever they need mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I would go a no on that. We have more <laughs> options to pee, but I say wherever you want is probably not the way. Yeah. Okay. Did you yes, see um, you. the offensive lineman for the Chiefs who opted out of his contract? I saw it over the weekend, but this is the first time you had seen, you know, he's a medical doctor. He's the only player's medical doctor in the NFL. Yeah. So he, yeah, plays offensive lineman for the chief. I don't even know how to say his name, like Loren something, something. And He's Canadian. Oh, is that why his yeah, French? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. His name is very French. Yeah. So he has been volunteering during this off time, but then I guess the NFL gave players an op-out or something mm-hmm. where they don't have to play if they don't want to because of the coronavirus. And he said he's been on the front lines of this and seen how – horrific it is and he says he can't consciously go in and play a contact sport that could spread something like that and then so not only is he doing not doing it because of that but then he's going to spend his off season time working to fight the virus and by the way he's a starting lineman for the chiefs gave up over two million dollars to do this yeah he's like i've seen it he's like i've seen it it's not good i'm gonna go work yeah and they're good team well, it's not like he's opting out because he plays the best for team. a crazy team. They're the champions. Yeah, they're the best <laughs> right, team. I know. Yeah. So, crazy, huh? Yeah. Good, I mean, good for him. Doing, I know. Doing what he thinks is right. I was impressed. Giving away a lot of money. Eddie, what about you? What are you going to give up? Yeah, I'm for sure giving up uh, what I what I love doing the most is going to work. Been giving that up You don't love going to work the most. I do love my, oh my gosh, I love this job. Guys, this job is. A, an amazing dream job. Like, I've never I, heard him in his whole life say this to me. Right now when he has corona, I mean, he's pouring <laughs> his heart out. Well, you don't know what you miss until it's gone. Nice. All right. Well, there he is. Eddie has coronavirus. We're wishing him well. We'll check in with him soon. When do you plan to get another test? End of the week? I mean, I don't want to rush it. If they're telling me, you know, six to eight weeks, what am I going to do? Six to eight weeks? Oh okay. Six to eight weeks. If it's how much does that test cost you to do? 
They didn't, I don't know. They didn't. Uh, they didn't charge me. They took my credit card and they gave it back to me, but they never told me what they charged. Okay, me. well, they charged you zero. Why not go once every week and a half or so, so you can come back to work if it is negative. It, it's almost like I don't know, man. It's almost like they had the vibe of of discouraging me to take a test. You know, like. From the beginning, it was just like, you're going to take another test. Uh, okay, all right. If that's what you want, we'll do it. But I don't know what that's all about. Probably I don't know why they would. They see an overwhelming amount of people test positive even in that time frame. So they're like, okay, fine. All right. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Are you play video I'll games? be right here. Play video games tonight? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to take a break because I did, you know, start hanging out with the family again. But, hey, I'll, I'll sneak out tonight. We'll do All right, it. There he is. Producer ready, everybody. A friend texted me this. I'm totally addicted to Diet Coke. I probably have five a day. What would you say is a reasonable number of Diet Cokes to drink each day? At what number do you think I have an actual problem? Five's a problem. Five's a problem for sure, yeah. The reasonable amount is probably one and a half. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go a little crazy on two, but mostly you have one just at dinner. I saw my friend Courtney in Oklahoma City. He he lives there. You met Courtney a long time ago, huh? Yeah. And so, you know, he's in the Air National Guard. He's also working for um, an oil company up in Oklahoma City. And he lost like 45 pounds by just stopping drinking beer and soda and measuring out his food. And that's it. He said he would do push-ups and stuff. But he was like, I just wasn't feeling good about myself. So he spent six months stopping the soda, stopping the beer, and eating different. And he's like, look, he's like, I can't believe it. Uh, but the five's a problem. I would say try to have one a day. And I have, I mean, Diet Coke is so yummy to me. So I understand that. But I think, yeah, I'm just try to <laughs> work it. What is the number? I up? mean, if they're asking, I don't want to tell anybody. They're, no, they're, they're asking. He texted me that. Addicted to something. He said, uh, what do you, how many do you think would be, make it a problem? I'll, I mean, I think two could be fine. You say one and a half, I say two. I really say one, but if you splurge, I don't think you should feel bad about yourself if you do happen to have two occasionally. Yeah. That's where one and a half comes into play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a lot, man. Five a day. Woo. That's not just one at every meal, but you need one in between breakfast and lunch. That's having one at breakfast, having yeah. one between breakfast and lunch. Lunch, a pre-dinner Diet Coke. Yeah. You need a Diet Coke and then at there's dinner. so many other questions I have of like, how does he feel? I mean, everybody processes things differently. And then is he consuming anything else other than that? Because I don't feel like my belly would have room for water <laughs> if I was drinking five sodas a day. Okay, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Blake Shelton on the show tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.